great to be with you all. I'm going to invite Brother Bo to come right now. Brother Bo is a rapper from Miami, Florida, and he's going to open up this message that I'm about to share with you with a song for all of you. Go for it, Brother Bo. God bless y'all. You could, you could play the track. You say you want revival, but you just sit and idle. I suggest you get that Bible, get to smashing idols. Pretend to take your eyes, get to guard your heart. Ain't watch your filthy hands, we call to be set apart. You say you want revival, but you just sit and idle. I suggest you get that Bible, get to smashing idols. Pretend to take your eyes, get to guard your heart. Ain't watch your filthy hands, we call to be set apart. Don't look to the stars to try to find out who you are. Get to know who you are. Then you'll know who you are All these zodiacs and horoscopes is witchcraft Don't come at me with that sorcery Get, get, get back They like, hey, bro, tell me what your sign is I'm a stop sign, y'all need to stop this nonsense I ain't playing with no divination tools Those are the devil's tools that Satan just loves to use Causing delusions, illusions, and all these mass confusions Leading sheep astray from the only true solution Identity in Christ, I'm secure in Christ it's no longer I who live, but Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter what the world tries to say. Don't listen to their lies, nah, don't be led astray. Ayy, let God be the truth, every man be a liar. Heaven and hell are real and we all deserve the fire. There's only one way out the fire. That's through Jesus Christ, yeah, Jesus the Messiah, ayy. There's only one way to the Father. That's through Jesus Christ, yeah, Jesus the Messiah. Revival, but you just sit and idle. I suggest you get that Bible, get to smashing idols. Pretend to take your eyes, get to guard your heart. Ain't wash your filthy hands, we called to be set apart. You say you want revival, but you just sit and idle. I suggest you get that Bible, get to smashing idols. Pretend to take your eyes, get to guard your heart. Ain't wash your filthy hands, we called to be set apart. A lot of these kids don't even know what modesty is. The film industry is a filthy biz. Sneaking evil spirits in your houses where you live With their agendas hidden within the images Pushing it through the media to your eyelids Hey, don't you know your eyes are windows to your soul? Desensitizing, demoralizing the kids It's time to call this harlot out for who she really is Expose this demon, tell her get out We choose to serve the Lord, you ain't allowed in this house She ain't nothing but a gold ring and a pig snout Pushing a wop, that's just slop for the pig's mouth And all the pigs roll around in the pig pen Playing in the mud while they laughing and they grinning They think it's funny disobeying God and sinning And they ain't even trying to change the way they living hey, I hope you pay attention, I hope you listen close Woe to those people who call evil good and good evil They're so lost, they're so deceitful They're so lost Pray for those people. You say you want revival, but you just sit and idle. I suggest you get that Bible, get to smashing idols. Pretend to take your eyes, get to guard your heart. Ain't wash your filthy hands, we called to be set apart. You say you want revival, but you just sit and idle. I suggest you get that Bible, get to smashing idols. Pretend to take your eyes, get to guard your heart. Ain't wash your filthy hands, we called to be set apart. I'm spitting truth in a world full of lies And there's just as many lies as there's stars in the sky But only one truth and you have to seek to find Don't believe everything you see with your eyes Cause the 
Devil comes disguised as an angel of light Don't be surprised when he tries Taking your life hey, Who told you Christian rap was soft? Whoever told you that Don't know nothing about the cross They don't really know the cost They just living in their flesh And they ain't trying to put it off Hey, put your faith in Jesus He that real rock yeah, he harder, yeah, he harder than that straight drop This truth will hit you, hit you harder than that bass drop They hear these spiritual truths and then they face drop They like, oh no, did Bo really say that? I don't know, rewind it and hit playback I don't care if you don't like where I stand I'm here to please God, not man, understand? I don't care if you don't like what I'm saying I'm here to please God, not man, understand? You say you want revival, but you just sitting idle. I suggest you get that Bible, get the smashing idols. Protect your eyes, get get guard your heart. Hey, wash your filthy hands, we called to be set apart. You say you want revival, but you just sitting idle. I suggest you get that Bible, get the smashing idols. Protect your eyes, get 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 guard your heart. Hey, wash your filthy hands, we called to be set apart. Let's just close your eyes across this room right now. Just close your eyes across this room. Father, we come to you right now, Lord. We thank you for your presence that's in this room, Lord. We thank you for the words that we just heard, oh God. And we thank you that we are set apart. We are set apart tonight. We are setting ourselves apart to you right now, Lord, to your word and to what you want to say to us. I heard of a man, whether in body I do not know, or out of body, I do not know. But this man was given indescribable revelation. And lest he would get conceited and proud, a thorn was placed in his side. Even messengers of Satan came to buffet him. And this man cried out that this would be taken from him. That the thorn would be gone. That the messengers of Satan would stop bombarding him. But Jesus, you said to him that your grace would be sufficient to carry him through. And God, right now in this generation, we come to you, Lord, with our eyes closed, with our heart wide open. And we're saying, God, don't let us get conceited. Don't let us rely on our flesh. Don't let us rely on ourselves. Don't let us rely on anything of us, oh God. But keep us reliant on you. Our dependency is on you tonight, God. We trust in you, oh God. And we thank you, Lord, that we go through hardship and we go through difficulties and we go through trials because they are a reminder that we need you. They are a reminder that we depend on you, that without you, we're not going to make it through anything, God. And so we thank you, Lord, for the difficulties. We thank you, God, for the hardships. We're not just praying our way out of them. We're praying our way through them because, God, we rely on you. And we want to be a people that testify. Look at what God is doing in my life. Look at what God is at work in my life. Without God, I could never have made it this far. That's our testimony. Speak, Lord, right now. We are listening to your word and what you want to say. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn in your Bibles to Ezekiel chapter 37. Ezekiel chapter 37. I really believe that tonight we are going to release over Chicago a word from the Holy Spirit. A word that can drive out devils. A word that can drive out demons. God's word is powerful. 
when God's people pray, when God's people depend on the word of God, more can get done in society than all of the politicians in Congress. Because prayer is powerful and God's word is powerful. And if we as a church tonight go in the strength of God's word, if we tonight go in the strength of the Holy Spirit, we are going to see things get done. That by the end of tonight, our testimony won't be, look at what this person did. Look at what that person did. Look at what I did. No, our testimony will be, look at what God has done. We got to be a people that glory only in the Lord. We got to be a people that point only to the Lord. Get the attention on the Lord. You know, I'm an evangelist, so I go around to a lot of different places. And I've seen a lot of people share their testimony for like an hour straight with a sinner. They will just constantly talk about themselves as they're evangelizing. It's like, and the Lord did this for me, and that for me, and this for me, and that for me. And I'm looking at the sinner listening to the testimony. And you know what's going through the sinner's mind like as I'm watching this happening? The sinner's thinking, good for you. Good for you. But what about me in this situation? The whole time he's just talking about himself. Let me tell you something. Evangelism is more than you talking about yourself. Listen to me. Your testimony is powerful. But if you're only talking about what God's done for you, you're not preaching the gospel. See, the gospel is more than what he did just for you. The gospel is more than just look at what God did for me. If you spend your whole time out on the streets today trying to talk to someone about Jesus, only talking about what he just did for you, you're missing out on who the attention needs to be on. You see, friends, the best evangelism gets the focus off of us and onto Jesus Christ. The testimony is great. It proves that the gospel is still true. The testimony is great. It verifies that Jesus works. But the testimony in of itself doesn't need to necessarily be the whole of your message. The best message that we got as the church is the gospel message. The message of what Jesus can do when he shed his blood upon a cross, bringing a sinful world and reconciling us into relationship with the Father in heaven. The reason why this is so important to me is I gave my heart to Christ at the age of six. I've never drank liquor. I've I've never had sex outside of marriage. I've never, I don't have tattoos. I can't, I've never gangbanged. I don't know much about the things of this world, but I still got a message. I still got a message. I still got a message because the message needs to be Jesus and him crucified. That's why Paul said, I could teach you so many things. I could preach to you so many things. I could tell you my testimony of how Jesus came and knocked me off a horse. I could tell you about how scales came on my eyes. I could tell you about how Ananias prophesied and the scales fell. But Paul said, I would rather preach to you. Jesus Christ and him crucified. He had a better testimony than everyone in this room. And you know, when people are very testimony driven in their evangelism, I have found some to be testifonies. Isn't it amazing? You're out there evangelizing, sharing your testimony, and you end up exaggerating. Bro, you weren't in there for 10 years. You were in there for six months. Bro, you never smoked that. 
you just kind of dabbled a little bit with it. Why are you being a liar when you're trying to preach the gospel? Why are you lying in your story and exaggerating your message? What are you trying to do? Convince them with your wisdom that they need to be saved? Are you trying to use clever language? Are you trying to manipulate sinners to get saved? I'm done with that. We're done with that. Let's just share the story of Jesus Christ. And let's verify the story of what Jesus did in my life. But our story isn't necessarily what sinners really need to hear. They need to hear what Jesus did. Now, Ezekiel chapter 37. Look at the scripture real quick. Ezekiel 37 verse 1. The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord. And set me down in the midst of the valley. And it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around. And behold, there were very many in the open valley. And indeed, they were very dry. I want you to notice the word very right there. Very many and very dry. This was an army that had been slaughtered. They had died. No one buried them. They were defeated and humiliated. And they were so dry, they were dead for a long time. And their bones had covered the whole area. And here in this story, God says to Ezekiel in the very next verse, he says to Ezekiel, Ezekiel, can these bones live? Now, if God was to take you and I in this situation, knowing this story, and God said to you and me, look over the city of Chicago and look at Lollapalooza. And God comes to you or me and he says, can the Lollapalooza crowd get so radically touched by God that missionaries, church planters, evangelists, and, and, and apostles rise up out of that Lollapalooza tonight and we see radical revival? How would we respond? How would we respond? Let me tell you, look, Ezekiel responded the best way. Listen to me, don't be very quick to say yes to God when you're not being real with him. Don't be like, well, God, absolutely, yes. Let me applaud a bit louder because I'm in church and I want everyone to know I have got super faith. Don't be fake. Be real. I love Ezekiel's response. He doesn't say, yes, God, absolutely. No, look at what Ezekiel says in verse 3. So I answered and said, oh, Lord, you know. That's the best response you could have given, Ezekiel. Because he was being real. He could have said, no, that's not going to happen. What are you talking about, God? And for some of us, and for a lot of the church in our generation, they would probably go right to the no. No dry bones can't live. No way, that's impossible. No, I, I, I'm not going to see that happen out there. You're wasting your time, God, even asking me the question. They're very many, and they're very dry. No, God. I mean, to be real with you, a few years ago, I probably would have just said, no, God. Some of you right now, before we even go to those streets, you're just here, but you're not really believing that God can do anything on those streets. Some of us have evangelized so many times, we're so used to it, we don't even have faith any longer. We're just doing it because we're in the rut of doing it. Without faith, you won't please God. Without faith, you're not going to accomplish anything for God. And so Ezekiel, in this moment, he responds to God the best way he could. He says, God, you know if those bones can live or not. You know, I'm not going to say yes, I'm not going to say no, I'm just going to put it back on you. If you want that to happen, you can do it. Listen to me, he was being real with God. 
And then God says, okay, Ezekiel, I want you to prophesy to those bones. I want you to preach to them. Oh, God, preaching doesn't work. We just need to hand out hygiene kits and free waters and let, let's give them a pair of socks. I know it's summer, but we got a whole bunch of leftover socks. Let's just pass out socks. No, preach to the bones. Prophesy to the bones. You know, it is the foolishness of the preaching of the cross that is the power of God unto salvation. It is the preaching of God's word. It is when God speaks that heavens are made. It is when God speaks the earth is made. It is when God speaks people are made. God's word is powerful. Ezekiel prophesied to the bones. He did what he was told to do. He simply obeyed God. He didn't get himself in the way of it. He didn't analyze it in his mind. He didn't think that's not going to really work out. He simply obeyed God. And from Ezekiel's obedience to God, as he's prophesying life over the bones, the Bible says the bones came together. Sinews came upon those bones. God put organs inside of those skeletons. But it wasn't over. See, they needed the Spirit of God. Then God comes to Ezekiel now and says, prophesy that they would receive the Holy Spirit, that they would receive the Spirit and the breath of God would blow upon them. Listen to me right now tonight before we go to these streets. We have got the word of God. It is powerful to take dry bones out of a dry area and very many of them and miraculously they come together. But the question tonight is, do we have the faith for that? Are we willing to believe that tonight will be different than yesterday? Are we willing to believe that tonight will be different than last year? Some of the worst people for me to evangelize with are the people that know how to do it. Some of the worst people to go out to the streets with are the guys with the fanny packs, the blue jeans, and the tracks, and they're just looking for everybody and anybody, and they got no dependency on God, no reliance on God. They've done it a thousand times over, so they rely on their own wisdom. They rely on their own past experiences. They rely on their own strength, their own imagination. Get out of the way of God and let God have his way in you. You will be so surprised that when we engage faith in God, how the Holy Spirit begins to lead the situation. That's exactly what happened right here. And we need to see that in this generation today. Can Lollapalooza be saved? Can we see miracles in the streets of Chicago? Can we see salvations on the streets of Chicago? Can we see the life of God manifesting right before our eyes? God, you know. God, I can't make this happen. No amount of cleverness of man's speech, no amount of passion, no amount of sweat on my brow, no amount of wealth, no amount of human imagination or gimmicks or inventions of men can do what only you can do, God. So God, I am saying to you, do whatever you want tonight. What I'm saying to you, God, is I'm not relying on me. I'm not relying on my wisdom, on my strength, on my logic. I'm not proud looking to me as if I know what to do tonight because I've done it before. No, God, tonight I'm throwing my hands in the air and saying, God, have your way in my life.
you can do. For it is God who is at work within us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ who liveth within me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loves me and gave himself for me. Brothers and sisters today, stand to your feet. Lift up your hands all across this room right now. Just lift up your hands all across this room. Oh God, I pray right now as our hands are raised and our hearts are abandoned to you tonight, God. We believe in the power of the gospel. We believe that when the gospel is preached, dry bones can come together. We believe when the word of God is communicated and prophesied over a city, over a state, over a nation, what would be impossible for men becomes possible for God. What is, is impossible for men is possible for God. God, do it. Do what only you can do tonight. Do what only you can do. Holy Spirit of God, as you came down upon that army and you empowered a mighty army to go, to go with the name of God, I ask you right now, Holy Spirit, you will baptize us. You will baptize every single person in this room with the fire, with the strength, with the vigor, with the courage, with the boldness, with the confidence, with the strength. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. It will not be by man's might. It will not be by man's strength. As you said to Zerubbabel, you speak it over us. For it is, it is by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Lift up your tongue right now. Hallelujah. Lift up your tongue. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Shout it. Shout it. Shout it. Come on, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. I'm just going to ask that our altar workers would come to the front. We're going to sing a chorus. These are trusted elders and deacons in our church. They will pray with you right now if you have any besetting sin in your life. To get it out and to pray with a brother or sister, that will ease your conscience. Adam, you can stay up there and pray with them as well, or up here with me. If you have not been baptized with the Holy Spirit speaking in other tongues, we may have some Baptist friends or just those who have never experienced that. Come on up. We'll pray with you. We'll teach the doctrine to you as well. But if you want to experience that, come right now. But we're going to sing this chorus. If you're good, just worship with us. If you need prayer for power to get rid of some sin, or maybe you're afraid and you need some encouragement, let them pray for you. Let's sing this out together before we get our instruction to go. Jesus, 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 we call on you, Lord. Yes, Come on up if you need prayer. Don't hesitate. Don't hesitate. Because we're 
few moments. Come on. The rest of us, let's worship. And if you need prayer, if you need encouragement, let's get you filled up to get poured out. We rebuke your lies over this city. We rebuke violence. We rebuke the oppression upon the sexuality of people. We pray, oh God, for you to loose the power of your spirit for signs, wonders, miracles, for deliverance, so that the hearts may be open to receive. We pray for protection, oh God, as we go out encouraged to lay down our lives. Lord, I pray for every person who's come forward. That what they are seeking, Lord, they will find. And that there will be a new anointing upon their lives. There will be a fresh wind, oh Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Paul said, I do not beat the air aimlessly. So everyone that's not being prayed for, if you're at your seat, just worshiping. Just make sure today you're not beating the air aimlessly. Check your heart. Make sure that you're right with God. That's who we're representing out there. We don't need more hypocrites. Make sure that you're hitting the target of your life because that's what God's going to use your integrity. He's going to use your heart for God that's pure. He's going to use your calling. But you have to be honest and real in it. And even if today you have to say when you're preaching, this is my first day of setting everything right, then that can be your testimony. Jesus said, to Peter, day one, come follow me and I'll make you a fisher of men. That's what we do in Jesus' name. And then for us who have been doing this for a while, make sure you're focused right now. Father, focus me on the target. Hallelujah. I want to be wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove. In the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that we will have no distractions. That however long it takes us to get there into God forsaken traffic that we will have to go into lord it feels like there's no presence there on the highway but we pray for your presence to be with us i pray that you'll send a cooling of your spirit in those buses if they don't have air conditioning and that lord you'll give us energy after sitting down for so long that when we get out we'll be ready to function and pay attention lord i pray against any lone ranger spirit Lord, I pray we'll function as a team while we're out there. No one will be easily offended. <clears throat> that everyone's heart will be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry. And that, Lord, you'll put a bubble around us while we're preaching where your angels guard us and protect us. 
But should we need to face persecution, give us the courage even unto death. In Jesus' name, and all God's people said, amen. Can you bless the Lord with me today? Amen. You may be seated. I'm going to ask my wife to come up. We're your friendly neighborhood pastors. Those who are praying, keep praying. We want to welcome you here. You've heard from our worship team, our administrative pastor. We just want to welcome you guys here. Nancy, do you want to say anything from your heart? Welcome, everybody. We thank you so much for those who are out of town coming to Chicago to help us preach to the lost in this city. We believe that God is not done with America, let alone Chicago. So we are just so thankful for the laborers that come, have come alongside of us. We are believing God to do amazing things, not only in the lives of the people out there, but also in every single one of us this weekend in Jesus' name. We're so grateful for you, and I'm sure that you know already how much we love you. I'm sure people have told you that. We're going to tell you that as well. And I hope that you heard my little sermon in my prayer. Please be a team player when you're out there. I've been doing this over 30 years. Know-it-alls don't get far with us. If you have another way of doing evangelism and you don't like our way, stay away from us and go down the street, okay? Uh, I mean that. Just go do your own thing. We don't want to mess with you. We, we have a certain way that we do things, and we want you to go along with it. If that's not your way of doing things. We've run into all kinds of people out there. We just say, there's a corner. Why don't you hit that one? If not, I'll walk to that corner. Can I hear an amen? Because we're going to come as a team. We're going to leave as a team. Uh, we're going to ask you to do testimony a certain way. Once again, it's, it's almost 30 years of experience. If you want to receive from us, you can. If you don't, just go somewhere else and do your thing. Something that came to my heart today that I was thinking about is I've done almost like 15 or 16 Mardi Gras. I can't even keep count anymore. And I always used to think about that being a huge crowd, so I just wanted to compare. And uh, last year's Mardi Gras had over 200,000 people. Today in downtown for this weekend, it's going to be 400,000 people. That just struck me like, man, I came from a town of 400,000 people. Like, that is a lot of people out there. So one of the things I just want to encourage you with is get over any kind of rejection. Don't let rejection stop you. There's 10 more to talk to. Amen? A lot of times people, they just... You you get, you get, let me just tell you, you get a little needy out there. I'm, I'm going to follow you down. Please, 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 let me talk to you about Jesus. I don't even move. I don't even, it's just me. I'm, I've been around for a while, brothers, just to be honest. I don't move. Hey, can I talk to you about Jesus? And then they yell, I can't hear you, but next, you know. Listen, if you want to chase them down, your leader will tell you the boundaries to stay in, okay? We don't need shot collars on you, but stay in the boundaries. But I just want to tell you, 400,000 people, you don't even have to move. Next one, next one. Okay, next one, next one, next one. Don't throw pearls to swine. Give precious things to dogs. Who's the one I'm preaching to today? Amen? So to just get over the rejection. Don't, you're not begging anybody to go to heaven today, okay? You're sharing good news. You're sharing something that's precious. Now, should you, if you want, you, you want to walk out of your way and go be with somebody, that's fine. But a lot of times I just see too many needy evangelists out there. Just preach the gospel, stand on the word of God, and watch what he'll do. Uh, the other thing is just be cognizant of what you're saying. Don't make up stuff, okay? We have theologians out here, people who have studied the word of God. Don't make up stuff and make us all look dumb, and I have to correct you because they use a lot of smartphones out there and they want to make you look dumb on a smartphone, okay? So if a Muslim comes to you and says, well, what about this? How could Jesus be God if he did this and this? Just say, hey, I don't know, but hey, point the smartphone right over here at Joe B or Daryl or Brother Joe and then we'll, we'll rock him in Jesus' name, okay? Just don't make up stuff you don't know. That's all that we say. So just preach the gospel. Share the love of Jesus. I, I don't know how this works out in the Trinity, but I know someone who does, but let's just keep preaching, okay? All right, and then just know this about the outreach. 
reach. We want everyone here to be here tomorrow and Saturday. We've asked you to get off from work. We've asked you to prioritize this. If people can do it for vacations, for Disney World, how many have friends that have already gone on vacation? Maybe you have. I've already seen all the preparation done, all of that. Shame on us as Christians when we don't do that for outreaches. Shame on us when we act like this was a surprise. Please be prioritizing this. And then some of you who are sicky poos, okay, sicky poos, that means somehow, some way, you're going to get sick today, tomorrow, by, by something you're going to touch or absorb or whatever. Take some vitamin C. Get some rest. Don't scream out your lungs so that we don't have to hear from you tomorrow. Oh, I'm so sick. I can't make it. You poor thing. You only made it one day on the missionary journey. You understand now why Paul and Barnabas got in a fight. Mark left them, and Paul's like, I, don't, I can't take this dude with me. And Barnabas is like, he's my cousin. How am I going to go tell the family this? And Paul's like, I don't care if he's your cousin. I'm going without him. And see, that caused fights. So just, just take care of yourself, okay? Take care of yourself. Have some vitamin C. Get some rest. We keep the schedule moving. How many feel it's moving right now? We're moving right now. We're going to keep this thing moving. So make sure that you're doing all that you need to do to be back here and finish it out because what happens over consistency in discipline is you'll get a revelation of something of God in your character and in your evangelism ministry as you're consistent. It doesn't just happen in the first moment. You may not get it until you're, you know, Monday morning waking up going, wow, God, I, I get it now. But you got to stay consistent with it. You got to be faithful to it and watch what the Lord will do. Amen. Amen. This is really the one that's in charge. It's not me. So don't ask me any questions about it because I'm only going to point you to this person and she's our hero right, Nancy? Pastor Lauren Sienski with the high-vis vest. You know she's in charge. Tell us what I'm doing because I don't even know. All right. We are excited. If you could turn on the lights for us, let's get ready to get out to the streets. Amen? You guys ready? You're pumped up. All right. We have three buses outside ready to take you downtown. If you are, we have also a picture in each one.